Oh, 
minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nahum Siegel. Welcome to a Thursday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program.
Let's go. 
JM in the AM. Good morning and welcome to 91.1 FM, 90.1 FM in the Catskills, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial, around the world on the web, jmtheam.org, and of course on the NSN app. NSN app gives you an opportunity to comment on anything going on during this show, and we welcome your comments and requests and observations. I uh, want to thank uh, both Mayor and Mayor, Mayor Fertig and Mayor Weingarten, for uh, sitting in the last couple of days uh, here at JM in the AM. And a welcome to a Thursday on this September the 1st, day 28, in the month of Menachem Av, the year 5776, Tufshin Ayin Vav. Uh, 72 degrees outside with 89% humidity, winds are west at 5 miles per hour. Scattered thunderstorms and a high temperature of 81. Then tonight, partly cloudy, a low 66. Tomorrow, sunshine, a high temperature, 83 degrees. We're at 80 right now in Yerushalayim, 72 here in Jersey City. As we say good morning at JM in the AM. Itcha Ani, that was done by Avram Fried. You heard Ohad with Malchuscha. <clears throat> Uh, Ashrenu, that was Omek Hadover, Aryeh Kunstler's Moda Ani. Kol Aderech, uh, title track for Mordechai Shapiro, Safam with Jerusalem and Regesh and Moda Ani opening things up. And we say good morning. 29 minutes before 7 o'clock. Thanks for tuning in. It's a Thursday at JM in the AM. Just note, a lot of people are uh, anxious these days to uh, hear the weekly update every single Friday. And we try to provide it for you every single Friday this week. Because of Malcolm Honline's uh, travel schedule, we are not going to have a weekly update. Tomorrow there will be no weekly update here during JM in the AM. It will return the Friday after Labor Day here to JM in the AM, so uh, make sure to be tuned in. All right, that's a programming note that's uh, important, especially for those who are <coughs> arranging their Fridays around our schedule, which we greatly appreciate. JM in the AM, as we continue with... Um, as we continue with this selection from Ohad Maskwitz.
J.M. in the A.M. Simcha Liner's Kanfein Sharim. Before that, you heard Diaspora with Hafachta. Osa Shalom done by the Waterbury Yeshiva cast. Yaakov Shweki's Birchas Habayis. We Are a Miracle is the name of that album. Ohad had Birchas Habanim from the Echad Yachid collection here at J.M. in the A.M. Thursday morning on this September the 1st, the 28th of Menachem Av. Believe it or not, Rosh Chodesh Elul is Shabbos and Sunday, a two-day Rosh Chodesh. No weekly update tomorrow. Malcolm Honline is uh, traveling. There'll be no weekly update tomorrow. It'll return on the 9th of uh, September. Um, my thanks to both uh, Mayor Fertig and Mayor Weingarten for sitting in <coughs> over the last couple of days. Much appreciated. 72 degrees outside with 89% humidity. Winds are west at 5 miles an hour. Scattered thunderstorms and a high temperature of 81. Then tonight, partly cloudy, a low 66 Tomorrow, sunshine and a high temperature, 83 degrees. Yerushalayim is at 80. We're at uh, 72 here in Jersey City as we say good morning at JM in the AM. The um, We've always heard of the cooperation between uh, Israel and its military in the United States and how common it is for them to be in uh, in drills and exercises together. In this story, the Israeli Air Force jets, transport planes, and refuelers landed in Israel Wednesday after taking part in an 11-day exercise red flag, that's the name, 
exercise red flag hosted by the U.S. Air Force and held at the Nellis Air Base in Nevada from August the 15th through the 26th. The IAF took part in the drill together with the Pakistani and UAE, UAE Air Forces, according to American media reports. So not only is Israel getting trained by Israeli forces, getting trained by American forces, but they are in school together, so to speak, with groups from Pakistan and the UAE. What an interesting world we are living in. 7 o'clock in the morning on a Thursday, and this is America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Heard and listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope. Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial. Broadcasting live from the Sonia and Robert Gold Studios in Jersey City, New Jersey. Around the world on the web, jmtheam.org. And, of course, on the NSN app, the app gives you an opportunity to comment and to um, communicate with us regarding anything and everything. Just comment on the, leave your comment on the home screen of the app. If you don't have it, it's the NSN, Nahum Siegel Network app for both Android and iPhone. Galit Sal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast for a Thursday follows next. We say Boker Tov from Jamia. Galit Sal, Shashtaim, Khan, Iran, Eliakim, Ima Shikurach Shab. Shlosharov, Imbe, Vetaholim, Hadassa, and Kerem, Nechkeru Bazara, Bachashad, Lekabalat Shohad, Kerelek, Mi Parashaton, Ad Holim, Besot, Alfeshkalim. כתבתנו טל זרביב. חרופים נחקרו היום לאחר שמוקדם יותר נעצרו שני חשודים שעל פי החשד הציעו שירותי רפואה וקידום תורים לחולים, תמורת תשלום כספי ושחדו את הרופאים בתמורה לקיצור התור. שלושת הרופאים טענו בחקירתם כי הם רומו על ידי החשודים והם שוחררו לאחר החקירה לביתם. מעצרו של החשוד המרכזי הוארך עד יום ראשון, החשוד השני שוחרר בתנאים מגבילים. שר הביטחון ליברמן הודיע כי הפנימייה הצבאית בבית הספר הריאלי בחיפה תמשיך את פעילותה ואילו הפנימייה הצבאית באור עציון תיסגר כפי שפורסם הבוקר לראשונה בגל"צ. האלוף במילואים גיאור הרום מתייחס לסגירת הפנימיות בשיחה עם שמעון שיפר ויועז הנדל. הרמטכ"ל שינה דעתו לפני כבר למעלה מחודש והחרה החזיק אחריו מנכ"ל משרד הביטחון. ממש ברגעים אלה, ממש. מתקיימת ישיבה במשרד הביטחון בין עמותת בוגרי הפנימיות הצבאיות ואנשי משרד הביטחון לרדת לפרטים מה תהיה המתכונת המעודכנת של הפנימייה הצבאית בחיפה. גורם בסביבת שר הביטחון אמר לכתבנו טל לברם כי ההחלטה התקבלה בהסכמת הרמטכ"ל. הפנימייה בבית הספר הריאלי תנוהל על ידי האגף הביטחוני-חברתי במשרד הביטחון ולא על ידי צה"ל. ארצות הברית והמעצמות אישרו בחשאי לאיראן הקלות ביישום הסכם הגרעין. כתבנו נתנאל דרשן. על פי הדיווח בסוכנות הידיעות רויטרס, ההקלות אושרו כדי לסייע לאיראן לעמוד בלוח הזמנים שנקבע בהסכם הגרעין. המידע המלא אודות ההקלות יפורסם בדוח של מכון אמריקני למחקרי ביטחון ומתבסס על עדויות של בכירים שהיו מעורבים במשא ומתן עם הרפובליקה האסלאמית. בדוח צוטט גורם בכיר בצוות המשא ומתן שאמר כי ללא ההקלות ובהן העלאת רף העשרת האורניום, איראן הייתה מפרה את חובותיה על פי ההסכם. שר הבריאות יעקב ליצמן דורש לפטר את החשבת הכללית במשרד האוצר. כתבנו מיכאל שמש. ליצמן דרש מנתניהו לפני כחודשיים לפטר את החשבת הכללית מיכל עבדי בויאנג'ו. לטענת ליצמן החשבת חותרת תחת סמכויותיו. ליצמן קיבל הבטחה מנתניהו שהחשבת תפסיק לתקוף אותו, אך לטענתו היא ממשיכה לאחרונה. ליצמן דורש כעת מנתניהו שיעמוד בהבטחתו ויפטר את החשבת הכללית. גבר בן 62 טבע היום בחוף בצת בנהריה. 
חופשים ופרמדיקים של מד"א ביצעו בו פעולות החייאה, אך נאלצו לקבוע את מותו. מזג האוויר נאה. אלה החדשות שעורכת ניצן פישר קונפורטי.
for these ups and downs we call living. Thank you for the good times and the better times. Thank you for the rainy days and sunshine. Thank you for the journey that we're journeying. For all the lessons we are learning. Thank you for the good times and the better times. So to you I raise this cup of mine.
נחמו עמי, נחמו עמי, יאמר אלוקיכם. 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 דברו על לב ירושלים, דברו על לב ירושלים, נחמו עמי, דברו על לב ירושלים. אמר השם, אמר השם, את מי צריך לנחם? האם לא אותי צריכים לנחם? מי שנשרף ביתו, מי שנשמור בניו, את מי צריך לנחם? נחמוני, נחמוני עמי. נחמו, נחמוני עמי. נחמו, נחמוני עמי. מחיתי, מחיתי דמעה מעל כל פנים. נחמו עמי, נחמו עמי, יאמר אלוקיכם. 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 דברו הלב ירושלים, דברו הלב ירושלים, נחמו עמי, דברו עליה, ירושלים. אמר השם, את מי צריך לנחם? האם לא אותי צריכים לנחם? מי שנשרף ביתו מי שנשבו בניו, את מי צריך לנחם? נחמוני, נחמוני עמי. מי שנשרף ביתו, מי שנשבו בניו, מי שנטרף צונו, האם לא אותי צריכים לנחם? נחמו, נחמוני עמי, מחיתי, מחיתי דמעה מעל כל פנים, ושבו בנים מרחוק הגיעו חברים ומשפחה לחגוג איתכם בשמחתכם אור גדול סביב ומתחזק את השמחה זה הלילה שלכם והנה בא הזמן להרים את החתן 
שהכוס תישבר, וכמו בהילולה צוהלת השמחה, שמח כמה שיותר. בחתונה כולם מאושרים, לא נפסיק לרקוד הלילה הקשרים. בחתונה כולם מאוחדים, וחמוד זה מדהים, פשוט עושה לי טוב בנשמה. מרימים ידיים לצלילים ומנגינה, וכל רגע מתעצם. שערי שמיים נפתחים, ואת כולם מלווה ברכת השם. והנה בא הזמן להרים את החתן, שהכוס תישבר, וכמו בהילולה צוהלת השמחה. שמח כמה שיותר. בחתונה כולם מאושרים, לא נפסיק לרקוד הלילה הקשרים. בחתונה כולם מאוחדים, וכאן מה זה מדהים, פשוט עושה לי טוב. בחתונה כולם מאושרים, לא נפסיק לרקוד הלילה הקשרים. בחתונה כולם מאוחדים, וכמה זה מדהים, פשוט עושה לי טוב בנשמה. והנה בא הזמן להרים את החתן, שהכוס תישבר. וכמו בהילולה צוהלת השמחה, שמח כמה שיותר. בחתונה כולם מאושרים, לא נפסיק לרקוד הלילה הקשרים. בחתונה כולם מאוחדים, וכמה זה מדהים, פשוט עושה לי טוב. בחתונה כולם מאושרים. לא נפסיק לרקוד הלילה השרים בחתונה כולם מאוחדים וכמה זה מדהים פשוט עושה לי טוב בנשמה
J.M. in the A.M. Thursday with 72 degrees, scattered thunderstorms, a high temperature of 81. It's Ari Boyanju with Elia Hudim. You heard the Shalshelis Junior group with the Shalshelis medley off Junior 2. Maydad Tasa with Bachatuna. Nachamu done by Aaron Razel. I want to thank the uh, person who commented on the app how much they love that selection. It is a great one. Eighth day with thank you. And you heard Benny Friedman to open things up this hour with Imein Anili Mealy. Thursday morning, 72 degrees. J.M. in the A.M. Thanks for joining us. Big thank you to both Mayor Fertig and Mayor Weingarten for sitting in over the last couple of days. Wonderful to be back here on a uh, Thursday morning. Tomorrow, normally Fridays, the weekly update will be conducted here at JM in the AM, but tomorrow Malcolm Holmline is uh, traveling. So we will not be uh, airing or presenting the weekly update tomorrow. It will return uh, a week from tomorrow on the 9th of September here at JM in the AM. So uh, make sure to be tuned in. 
Uh, well, make sure to be tuned in all the time, but uh, if you're looking for a weekly update and you arrange your week or your day or your Friday schedule around it, it returns the 9th of September, a week from tomorrow, here at JM in the AM. Don't forget, we have amazing programming on our stream all day long at jmtheam.org and, of course, on the NSN app. Check us out starting at 9 a.m. right after JM in the AM when you'll get an amazing dose of some of our great hosts. It's one thing we have is great hosts doing great shows. Uh, coming up at 9 o'clock, The Boardroom with Charlie Harari, featuring an in-depth look at the topic of slowing down as a key to success. Jew in the City, Allison Joseph features Akiva Newman, rabbinical student at YU and competitor on American Ninja Warrior. That's a cool conversation. And Miriam L. Wallach on That's Life, uh, an encore presentation featuring Annette Kaufman, co-founder of iShine, a project of High Lifeline. That happens starting at 10.30 with Miriam L. Wallach and That's Life. 11 o'clock for the live lunch. Uh, Jordan B. Gorfinkel and the World According to Gorf for the stunt show at 1 p.m. And Throwback Thursday, which has been getting a lot of nice comments recently. Um, Throwback Thursday, that starts at 2 o'clock, featuring a classic edition of JM in the AM. Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, and Esther Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. Chazal tell us in Kedushin. A person is obligated to teach his son Torah. There is also a Yesh Omrim, an opinion that he must also teach him to swim in the water. What's the explanation of this swimming? The answer is that if God forbid a person will come to danger that possibly could drown in a river, then he will know how to save himself. Hagoyen Rebel Yoshev asks the question, Even on the dry land, it's possible that a person is going to encounter people that will endanger his life. Why isn't a person obligated to learn karate or fencing? And if you will say that a father is obligated to teach his son how to strengthen his body, why specifically is this done through swimming? There are all kinds of exercises that could strengthen the body. The answer is that when a tree falls into the water, it will float and it won't sink to the depths of the sea. With all this, a person would not say that the tree knows how to swim, because the tree only goes to the place where the water takes it. A person who is a swimmer, however, can swim in any direction he wants, even against stormy waters. A Jew who spends his life swimming in the waters among all of the nations is not permitted to rely solely on the currents of the water. The waves may then transport him to the place where they want him to go. And so we are obligated to determine which place that we want to go. That's why it's the father's obligation to teach his child how to swim against the waves, the currents that the world may be going in. That is also why Chazal tell us, May they proliferate abundantly like fish within the land. B'nai Yisrael, says the Medrash, are compared to fish. Kosher fish are identified by two simone tahara, fins and scales. The snapper signifies the chachma to swim, to be miskaber on time and place. It represents a person's obligation to teach his child Torah. The kaskeses, the second sign, are the scales on the fish that chilled its body. 
These symbolize Torah and mitzvot that children protect us throughout our lives. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you Morning Chizik. Have a nice day.
Sham in the AM. Shoresh with Tfilali Shlom Hamdina. Before that, the Weiner Brothers and Me'eno Lamhaba. Happy birthday going out to Devorah Leitner. Happy birthday from all of us here at JM the AM. 16 minutes before the uh, 8 o'clock hour here on a JM the AM Thursday. Uh, reminding everybody, because there, there are so many people out there who make sure to be tuned in Friday morning for our weekly update. Uh, tomorrow, the weekly update will not take place. Malcolm Honline is uh, traveling. 
We will not have that uh, great segment for you tomorrow, but it will return a week from tomorrow here at JMNAM, so make sure to be tuned in then, and make sure to be tuned in between now and then. Um, you'll be doing yourself a service, in fact, if you make sure to be tuned in between now and then. Comments on our app, uh, they are um, always welcome. The NSN app gives you the opportunity to comment on anything that's going on during our show. And um, and if you haven't yet installed the NSN, Nahum Siegel Network app, on your phone, your iPad, your um, Android, your iPod, your iPhone, <laughs> and do so as soon as possible. So you have it, and uh, you can comment at any point, and listen, obviously, at any moment around the entire world. JM and the AM, as we continue on this Thursday, this comes from Avramel, Avram Fried.
at your destination.
J.M. in the A.M. Shlomo Katz, that's called Yismachu, before that Soul Farm in Mehera. Avram Fried had recalculate off his CD entitled Bring the House Down. Thursday morning, and this is America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial. Broadcasting live from the Sonia and Robert Gold Studios in Jersey City, New Jersey, around the world on the web, jmtheam.org. And we have a couple of really wonderful guests in our studio this morning, Rabbi and Mrs. Klibanoff, who are very well known in the Livingston, New Jersey area, Rabbi Klibanoff, the spiritual leader of Congregation Eitz Chaim in Livingston. And uh, they are uh, two of the most outspoken uh, cheerleaders of uh, JM and the AM and everything that we do in the world of radio. And recently we discovered that uh, Rabbi Klibanoff and his wife were part of a um, a group that we're a big fan of, and that's the JNF um, travel group to uh, Israel, a group of uh, rabbis that were invited to take part in a mission to discover more and more of what is going on in the Holy Land under the uh, under the leadership of the Jewish National Fund, Rabbi and Mrs. Klibanoff, welcome to JM in the AM. Thank you. Good morning. Great to be back. Great to see you. It was wonderful to see you in Israel. Yes, that always. was pretty amazing. And here we are back on this side of the world. Uh, how does this all begin? JNF, I assume, would love to see both rabbinic and lay leadership visit as much as possible and go with them to see their special projects. And we've spent a lot of time on our network, talking about the the special projects that they're involved with there. Um, And and then I guess that rabbis, with all these invitations on their desks, have to decide with whom they're going and why. What is the beginning of this whole process for this trip? So, Rabbi Zev Goldberg, a good friend, a a name you should remember, an up-and-coming rabbi, is the rabbi of Young Israel, Fort Lee, New Jersey. And Relatively he, new there, right? Yes, yeah. yes, yes, the last couple of years. Right. And he had this idea together with the JNF professional in Bergen County, Jocelyn Inglis, and he said, you know, they should make a rabbi's mission. JNF has never done a rabbi's mission. This was the very first. This is the inaugural mission. And if you're familiar with what they've done in the past, they have every type of mission you can imagine. Correct, correct. And they realized that, you know, we have to expose JNF more and more to the modern Orthodox community. So this was a mission for modern Orthodox rabbis, and it was just five of us. Rabbi Shalom Baum from Romer, from Ketra Torah. Right. Rabbi Andrew Markowitz from Rabbi Yudenshul in Fairlawn. Right. Rabbi Jeremy Donath from Fairlawn as well. Uh, Rabbi Goldberg and myself. And, of course, my beloved wife, who was the first Rebetzin participant in the rabbi's conference. <laughs> She'll go down in history, <laughs> Absolutely. Huh? But she added a whole new dimension to the group, which was really outstanding. Um, what do they try to accomplish? Meaning, I mean, obviously they want you to you know, understand their cause and, and, and see, um, you know, and, and see firsthand uh, what it is that they're accomplishing. Um, but you know they have it's a limited number of days, right? There's a, there's only a certain number of days you're going to be there. How do they focus the trip? How do they focus the you know the different things I want you to see, and how do they do it? So to be honest, that for many of the rabbis, as much as we knew about JNF, we didn't know about JNF, and there was this running theme of oh wow, it's more than just trees and water, right. and they carefully they planned it for over a year, and they carefully executed four days showing us 
only some of which are very many as we learn of their special projects but basically making us fall in love with Israel all over again like we do every single time yeah. and now serving as ambassadors for JNF and going back to our communities and telling people you know you have to see this you got to see this you're going to love this and that's exactly what they accomplished and what were some of those things what are some of the noteworthy um so my, sites that you my saw. I, I think Sarah and I, for our favorite thing was going down south to Chalutza. Mm. And Rabbi Baum told me this actually, he said that he, he went around the Kehillah and said, anybody ever heard of Chalutza? <laughs> and very few people did. So Chalutza is basically the southwesternmost part of Israel, where you're on the border of the Gaza Strip on one side, and below you is Egypt. And it's basically a lot of sand. A lot of sand. And there are three communities that are being built there by the JNF. And people are moving there, and they're, you know, Ben-Gurion stream to settle the south, and people are doing it. And we got to see real modern-day pioneers who are going down literally into the middle of nowhere. And then you hear noises outside, and like, what's, what's that bang? And they're like, ah, it's nothing, it's just ISIS. Just ISIS. Just ISIS fighting with Egypt on the border, no problem. And like, where's that? Well, you see, if you look right about 50 meters away, that's the border to Egypt. So they provided exciting sound effects, huh? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and uh, also warming, because it was very warm down there. Yeah, I can imagine. And, but see, we met this family that they've been waiting five years to build their home down there. And the happiest, most beautiful family and kids running around. And they know, like, they have this park they built. They can't go until after 4 p.m. because it's too hot. Mm-hmm. But they're building a medical center down there, a community center, and you're looking and saying, wow, this is really absolutely amazing. And the interesting story, and actually I heard this from Russell Robinson as well when we, when we met with him. CEO of JNF. Yes, and he said that, uh, I think it was during the Prime Minister Ehud Barak's time when they were trying to make a deal with Arafat, and they offered this land as part of contiguous with Gaza, and he refused. He thought it was a trick. And he said, nothing can grow there. It's a place of death. And now you see greenhouses and greenhouses. There's an esrog farm that's right outside of Chalutza that they grow the most beautiful estrogum. They grow these miniature pineapples, which are very popular in Europe because apparently in the grocery stores in Europe they can't have large fruits. So they have these small pineapples, which are very, very popular. It's one of the major exports from Chalutza. Interesting. And, uh, all these things that we learn. And, and when they got there, it was 24 feet of sand. There's a, there's a community there called B'nai Nitzarim, which is the remnants of Nitzarim, which was in Gush Katif. And then they decided after a couple of years, you know, we can't live like this, we have to build. And they built and they rebuilt and they built this beautiful, beautiful community. They have yeshiva there. We heard from the Rosh Yeshiva of the Mechina, uh, Rabbi Adler, and he gave us a shir. It was just absolutely inspiring. And to see, you know, we're so used to the Katamon and mm. Jerusalem Rechavia, and there's a whole part of the country which we learned that is wide open and uh, people need to go there. And, and the truth is that's duplicated in many other places. There are many, many parts of the country that absolutely, are absolutely. unknown to us and that uh, we discover each time we go. Rabbi and Mrs. Klibanoff in studio here. Mrs. Klibanoff, anything you want to add to this uh, to this conversation about... Yeah, sure, that's on. Um, I just uh, want to repeat what my husband said about Chalutza, that I, I couldn't believe how beautiful and positive um, it was to be, to, be, to be going to this area. Meaning, so much of what we hear about Israel is so challenging and so stressful and so um, I, I don't, it was highlighted in this incredibly beautiful way and when my husband mentioned Rabbi Adler the year before the disengagement he told us that he was giving a shear in his yeshiva which apparently was a very high level yeshiva and a terrorist came in and killed five of his students in front of him and a year later they were 
taken away from their homes. You know, they were taken out of um, Gaza. And they watched their shul and their school and their homes be bulldozed. And they moved into this hotel. And he was like, we were 20 families and we're sitting there. And he said, I was just depressed. And I didn't know, you know, how to continue, what to do. I didn't have a job. I didn't have a place to live. I didn't have anything. And he said, enough already. And we had a pickup. And he moved with these 20 families to this area of Chalutza. And from there, they built, he said, it's one of the highest level yeshivas now. There are boys from everywhere that come down to learn there. And just to see the regrowth and the... um, the way they're excelling, they're not just living, they're thriving. It was so powerful to me because I feel like sometimes you go through life and you just think like, okay, you know, I go to my job in the city and I do this and I do that. And these people are making a tremendous difference. And I feel like here in America, we have the ability to really support and help the modern-day chalutzim. I mean, these are areas of Israel, like you mentioned, that are completely wide open, mm-hmm. and they're, they're moving there, and they're settling the land. They're not asking me to move there and settle the land, or my kids, and be an hour from the nearest you know, medical center, and drive back and forth to Beersheba, and blah, blah, blah. They're living the dream. It's, it's, uh, it's very, very um, uplifting. We came back totally recharged from this trip. Rabbi and Mrs. Klibanoff here, Congregation Aids Chaim in Livingston, talking about the JNF rabbinic trip that just took place recently. We, uh, we, we um, rendezvoused with the Klibanoffs in Israel during our July uh, journey there. Um, is there. Before I go to the bigger issue, um, which uh, will give me an opportunity to put you on the spot. Uh, is there any other aspect of the trip you'd like to mention? Any other parts that were so spectacular and 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 likely unknown or unexplored by the majority of this audience? Well, how much time do we have? <laughs> <laughs> well, you could do one or two. I uh, one that I would highlight is something called special and uniform. Mm, we've spoken so about this. This so this they, is insane. We we go to this. Air Force Base, and in typical Israeli fashion, you know, they tell you a day, an hour before, well, we're not sure we can get on the base. You can always get on the base. That's, that's, <laughs> People should know that, huh? Yeah, right, right. I mean, I wouldn't suggest just walking up to the base. We right. went to an Air Force Base, and we meet this fellow named Tiran. Tiran is about 6'4", muscular, movie star, good looks, and he tells us his whole story of how when he was injured and based on that and through friends etc he started this unit called special uniform where they take special needs young men and women who very much want to belong and feel that they're serving their country and they developed a special unit for these young men and women and he showed us the unit and the work that they do and he's you know this big tough guy who you would think you know nobody would mess with him and he's he's fixing the collar of one of the boys and he's saying like come here Motek and tell us what you do and it was the most in- unbelievable thing because what other nation would say that we want to include every single member of our community regardless of their abilities or disabilities and we want you to feel like you're serving and they really are and they wear a uniform and there's this new unit that's been incorporated th- with them uh, which deals with autistic Oh, wow. And they actually are in the intelligence units because they have the ability to sit in front of computer screens for hours and hours a day and look at security footage, and they can detect these things. Unbelievable. And we walked away and said, wow, wow. You know, we love the Israeli army. We love Tzahal. 
we love it that much more. And we know, and a lot of people may not be uh, familiar with this, especially the younger people here who haven't been to Israel, but uh, it's a rite of passage going to the army and taken very seriously by all the men and women in, in, in those types of communities in Israel. And uh, they feel isolated enough as it is throughout their young lives. Here's an opportunity for them to really be incorporated into what is the most prestigious part of Israeli life. And it's amazing how they do it. And uh, JNF has partnered with the program to you know, give it as much support as possible, which is pretty amazing. And I think it's either been duplicated or it has been at least observed by other countries who can't believe <laughs> that this actually happens. As, as many of their programs have been right. duplicated, you know, especially when it comes to the water. As, you know, right. We've spoken many times on the yeah. air about that. So. It's, it's, it's truly inspiring. All right, so now the bigger issue for me is, uh, is uh, why, do you, why is it, at least this is the impression, you could tell me I'm wrong, uh, I mean, rabbis travel to Israel all the time, but it seems that there's sometimes a uh, a lack of a message when they return from Israel to their congregation. Why is there not more of a of an effort among our American rabbinate to connect people themselves, not just the rabbis, but themselves to the state of Israel? Uh, first of all, not every rabbi gets to go so much. I mean, the the rabbis on our trip, some have been on the uh, younger side. I guess maybe when you get more experienced in your in your pulpit and you have right. more freedom to, to more go travel. back and forth. So that that's a. Uh, B. I can't speak for what other rabbis tell their congregations. I don't sit in their shuls. I mean, I work on Saturdays, so <laughs> I. I uh, but if you would ask our congregation, they might say, "Okay, enough, Rabbi. We get it. I know. When are you go in Israel this week, like Rabbi, why are you here this week?" Kind of thing. But, but you um, use the opportunity to encourage them to go as absolutely, well. Absolutely, absolutely. At at ad nauseum, I would say. I say to people, I don't care. Just just commit. Just go. I don't care if you go just to go eat in restaurants. I said, but just go to Israel. You have to go and say to the people there, we're here from America. We're going to Israel. We love you. We support you. Regardless, nothing to do with religion, nothing to do with politics. Just that we have the ability that you can book a ticket and end up in Israel without even speaking to a person. Right. You, book it on, you can book it on your phone and just go. And if groups from your synagogue decide to actually move there, you have no problem with that? I have no problem. We, ha- we had an interesting conversation with Rabbi Fass of Nefesh Benefesh. Who is also who partners a with partner JNF, JNF. Right. correct, 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 and and he challenged. He, he was he was. I'm sure he was relatively outspoken on this issue. <laughs> yes, and he <laughs> kind of beat us up a little bit, and uh, and I said, I, at w- one point that I said is, uh, well, if someone in my shul makes aliyah, make a party, I would love it. It's fantastic, which is sort of mixed emotions because you know we're losing some of our base, but we're not losing. We're just sort of moving to to, to a better place, kind of thing. Right. And I said, but for rabbis, aliyah is largely. Impossible, because they need rabbis in Israel like they need rocks, and it's, yeah, not, I understand it's that. not open for us. So it, maybe it's harder. So he asked us, "Is is it on your agenda to promote Aliyah?" Right. I think that's more of his focus. And so that was he's he, more worried about your congregants than you. Correct. 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 But but if we're the gateway, and we don't have that feeling, I, that, that was one of the mm. expressions felt. Um, but he 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 hit us pretty hard about you know how hard are we pushing for Aliyah. And he said, look, if it's not on your agenda, it's not on your agenda, but let's just be honest about it. Right. And um, I think that we have really, certainly in northern New Jersey, which is a great mm-hmm. Aliyah feeder. It's an Aliyah hub. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And, I, and maybe, maybe they've hit a wall of sorts, because about as many right now that are going mm, are going, okay. and then we'll see what happens going further. But I, I don't know that so many people are making Aliyah because the rabbis are telling them to. 
it certainly would encourage them if they're thinking about it and their rabbis say, you know, I think it's a great idea. But I don't know, I mean, I could be wrong, but I don't know anybody that's saying, well, my rabbi said make Aliyah. I mean, if that was the case, then everything we say they'd follow, right? <laughs> Arguably. <laughs> One would think. <laughs> Possibly. Uh, rabbi and Mrs. Klibanoff are here, Congregation Aids Chaim in uh, Livingston, New Jersey, and they were just part of this rabbinic journey to Israel with the Jewish National Fund. And... Um, uh, I mean, what what is there to say? I, I have been privileged to um, describe to this audience the work that's being done there. You mentioned a couple of projects this morning. It goes so far and so way beyond anything that we could possibly get to in one conversation. Um, it's just, they're doing great work, and it's north, south, and everywhere else in Israel. Right. And anyone who goes to visit Israel should know that every Wednesday the JNF runs a tour. And if you get the JNF newsletter, there's a 10% coupon. How do you like that? See that? And usually just contact the JNF and say, you know, we're interested and we want to go. It's something out of the ordinary if you're going to be there for, for Sukkot. If you're going to be there at any time, contact their offices in Jerusalem and they'd be happy to set it up for you and take you to these places that you've never dreamed of, a one-day tour, and that's, that's where it starts. People can learn and they'll see for themselves. It, the, the work speaks for itself. I have to say that I've done a number of rabbinic missions, and the one thing that I found, two things actually, that were most inspiring and successful – Number one is that every single day of the four days, there was a different person leading the mission. Mm. Interesting. And the partnerships that they have, each partnership is willing and able and very much capable of talking about the other partnership. So if, let's say, we're, we're going to special uniform, and somebody says, you know, I'm really interested in pioneering or water, they say, well, you know what, you should really look at our other partnership because they do a fantastic job with that. So we had the passion and the excitement each of every day of a leader that gave us over everything that we were seeing. The second thing is that we learned that so many of these partnerships and these projects started because of the dream of one person. Mm. Mm -hmm. And one person saw a need, and one person saw a void, and one person said, we're going to do something about it, and look, what we have now, we have this partnership with the JNF, this massive uh, benevolent association, whatever you want to call it, but this ability to make something happen from one person's need. So nobody should ever think that, oh, I'm just one person, what can I do? One person can accomplish so much. Yeah, and as I think about some of the things we've already discussed this morning, I think most of those were <laughs> were undertaken by one person who had a, a vision, a dream, a, a social entrepreneurial uh, uh, agenda that uh, they were able to fulfill, which is pretty amazing. Um, I greatly appreciate you coming in. The uh, the um, the possibility of increasing this audience's awareness of what's going on in Israel uh, always excites me, and uh, a tip of the hat to JNF because they, as you said, they are. It's not just that they're in so many other, so many different places in Israel doing so many incredible things, but in addition to that, they know who to partner with. They know what they are good at and what they're not good at, and if there's something that they, uh, you know, that they see is being done at a level that they would never be able to approach, they go ahead and support the program as best as they can. So a tip of the hat to them. Well, they have a partnership with this network, so they're obviously very smart. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Rabbi and Mrs. Klibanoff, Livingston, New Jersey. Send our best to everybody in Livingston, please. I will, I will. And we have to wish a special mazel tov this morning. I got a call at 5 o'clock this morning. Yeah. Baby boy born to Eliza and Jeremy Shaw. There you go. And grandparents, Simon Ben Shaw and new president of our shul, uh, Mindy and Alan Shaw. So uh, welcome to the world. Amazing. I'll tell you. You come here and you're just filled with great news. 
And thank God we're able to share it with everybody. Uh, thank you both for being here this morning. It's much appreciated. Thank you. Thank you, thank you for everything you do for Quality Strong. I appreciate that. 20 minutes after 8 o'clock, more coming up. It is a Thursday morning broadcast, and you're listening to JM in the AM. It's 91.1 FM, 90.1 FM in the Catskills, Rockland County at 91.9 in the FM dial, around the world on the web, jmtheam.org, and, of course, on the NSN app. Oh, my. 
ואתה משוגע לגאולה. Shame in the AM Thursday with uh, Eighth Day and Care of Velt. Before that, Kane uh, done by Yossi Green. Srili Williger off of the Vyizku CD. Yaakov Shweki had Ma'amin Benisim. That's from the We Are a Miracle brand new offering. And Michal Przanski's Alenu opened up that set. Thursday morning with 72 degrees, scattered thunderstorms and a high temperature of 81. A jam in the AM Thursday morning at a quarter before 9 o'clock. Charlie Harari follows at 9 a.m. Uh, on our stream at jmtheam.org. And on the NSN app, make sure to be tuned in all through the day to our amazing hosts and incredible programming that you'll find on our stream and, of course, on the NSN app. Program note for tomorrow, Malcolm Honeline is traveling. There'll be no weekly update tomorrow. There'll be no weekly update tomorrow. It'll return next week here at JM in the AM. Um, but he is traveling, and uh, for those of you who are, and I know there are many people out there who plan your Fridays around our weekly update, just be aware of the fact that it will not be taking place tomorrow. JM in the AM, more coming up. Keep it here at 91.1 FM, 90.1 FM in the Catskills, Rockland County at 91.9 in the FM dial around the world on the web, jmtheam.org and on the NSN app.
Benny Friedman got a nice um, uh, got a nice note here from uh, listener Beth who asks if we can say Nisiatova to Yoni Meiri and the Yeshivat Har Etzion overseas students who leave later today for Israel. A couple of groups I know who left yesterday already. Uh, Yeshivat Har Etzion uh, leaving today and many others over the next few days. A successful and inspiring year ahead is our wish for all of the students out there who are heading to the Holy Land for this unique and amazing experience. Six minutes before 9 o'clock, Thursday morning broadcast at JMNAM, wrapping things up with Yaakov Shweki.
gonna bend never then and never now It's been so many years crying so many tears Don't you know, don't you really know We are pushed to the ground through our faith We are felt standing strong We are a miracle Jakob Schwecki wrapping up a Thursday for us here at JM in the AM. Coming up, Charlie Harari in the boardroom, followed by Jew in the City with Allison Josephs, Miriam Al Wallach, and That's Life, and a live lunch conducted today by the one and only Avrami Finkelstein. That's all coming up. Keep it at jmnam.org and, of course, on the NSN app. Our brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope. Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial, broadcasting live. In the Sonia and Robert Gold Studios in Jersey City, New Jersey. Around the world on the web, jmnam.org and, of course, on the NSN app.
Wraps up a Thursday for us here at JMNAM. Tomorrow, a Friday morning, a bit different. There'll be no weekly update tomorrow. Mr. Malcolm Honline is traveling this week. But we will be here starting at 6 a.m. Make sure to join us. Have a fabulous Thursday. Till tomorrow, Nachum Siegel reminding you, remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.